On Shabbos, we read where Bilam was hired to curse the Jewish people and Balak sends a delegation to pick him up. Bilam asks permission from Hashem and initially he's told, You may not go with them. However, later on, when he asks again, he's told, Hashem lets Bilam go with Balak's people. And Hashem blocks Bilam's path multiple times in order to warn Bilam and to deter him from cursing Kla Yisrael. And he still insisted on proceeding on his mission. The Gemara Masech des Makis infers from here a very deep fundamental Jewish principle. In the way that a man wishes to go, they will lead him there. Rashi explains, any path a person chooses to pursue, Hashem allows him to go down that path. And not only that, He even helps him go in that direction. It doesn't matter if that route is virtuous and beneficial or if it's negative and destructive. Either way, HaKadosh Baruch Hu allows him to go down that path. Hashem does not interfere with a person's ability to make choices because free choice is the most sacred value of humanity. No other creature, not even angels, only human beings were given the ability to choose. Free will captures the essence and the purpose of the human being. Therefore, Hashem will never interfere in a person's free choice. The Gemara says, As the Marsha, Moilichen implies plurality. They will lead him. Who is the they? Aren't we referring to the Rabbi Nishalaylam? It should have said, He will lead them. Why does the Gemara say Moilichen, Lashen Rabbi? And the Marsha says something incredible. The Gemara says, The root of the word Reutze is Ratzan, desire, longing. Says the Marsha, Anytime a person has a Ratzan, they have a desire, a machshavetoyve, a virtuous thought and an inclination to do a good deed. Those thoughts create a group of positive malachim, and those malachim help him and guide him to achieve his mission. If a person has a ratzen to do something, plural, all those malachim that he created will lead him there and they will help him reach his goal. All he has to do is have a ratzen and they will do the rest. They will assist him in achieving his mission. And vice versa. Bad thoughts create destructive angels and they help lead him into the abyss. An amazing idea from the Mashah we see the incredible power of the mind. Until now we thought that only a positive action creates a positive angel. Now the Mashah is teaching us how powerful our thoughts are as well. There's a famous Chabad aphorism, Tracht gut, wird sein gut. Think good and it will be good. What this means, says the Lubavitcher Rebbe, is that Batochen, the absolute assurance and conviction that Hashem will make things good, actually becomes the conduit and the vessel which one draws down blessings from above. The prerequisite to receive Hashem's blessing is positive thoughts. That's the incredible power of the brain. In the medical world, neuroplasticity has become the latest buzzword in psychology and science. It promises that you can rewire your brain to improve everything from your physical health and mental well-being to your quality of life. Nowadays, it's even used to improve mental health issues, anxiety, depression, addictions, and the like. Neuroplasticity is a case of thought changing matter. Until recently, it was believed that the adult brain was pretty much fixed or hardwired and cannot be changed. The way you were born, that is how it remained. 
Not anymore. Neuroplasticity teaches us that the brain is like plastic and it can be changed and manipulated. By continuously performing a certain action or by repetitious thinking positive thoughts, we have the power to create new brain pathways. As a result, our brain can change its physical structure and function. Incredibly, our brain has the ability to change from the day we were born until our last day. And neuroplasticity is happening every minute of every day, whether we are aware of it or not. Our brain is constantly evolving. It's our choice to use it consciously for our good, rather than unconsciously letting it work against us. A person's machshava is the very essence of a person. The morale says, where your mind is, that is where you are. For example, there's a well-known axiom, happiness is not an emotion, it's a decision. Material possessions or receiving honor or circumstances doesn't determine whether a person will be happy or not, but rather how one reacts to the circumstances. People say, when I'll have $10 million, then I'll be happy. He's successful, he becomes a millionaire, he gets his $10 million. Guess what? He's still not happy. Why? Because his friend has $20 million. What happened? He has $10 million. He's wealthy. He can retire. He can live the dream. But happiness is not about possessions. It's in the mind. Happiness is a mindset that isn't necessarily related to what's going on in our lives. When I'll be the guest of honor and the Rav sings my praises by the dinner, then I'll be happy. Tragedy strikes. His friend was mentioned before him. Now he's devastated. He's inconsolable because someone else got more covered than him. A person has to make a conscious decision to be happy. Machshava has the same letters as Besimcha, because joy and misery depend on your Machshava. And when you think positively, then positive things actually occur. Positive thinking is not just a way to weather negative occurrences, but actually makes positive results happen. Be positive isn't just a blood type, it's a way of life. And now, we know. Have a wonderful day.